Welcome to BreezeLine, where you'll say, ta-ta, T-Mobile, because we have 99.9% network reliability, and they don't. That's right. Time, weather, or even streaming in a basement won't affect our superior service. That's because we have real internet, backed by our fiber-powered network. And T-Mobile? Well, they just have a 5G cellular network. So for a limited time, find your perfect speed with prices starting at $19.99 a month for 24 months. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more. I sometimes get asked how I started my podcast and why Anchor FM. I did extensive um, research, and Anchor is a is great for newbies like myself. It, they provide good support, and it is easy to use. Um, the cost you can't beat it. Uh, if you're starting, you can start for free, and this is what, one of the reasons I chose Anchor FM. Hello? Hello. Oh, good morning, Mr. Temple. So nice that you were able to get through. Oh, uh, yeah, I had to allow you to uh, record from my microphone, and I didn't know how to do that. Oh, okay. All of us were trying to figure it out how to best do this. Um, yeah, I like today? to. Excuse me? How are you today? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. I'd like to give a, a brief introduction about who you are. Um, and then you can maybe proceed from there and give us a, more, a little bit more information. Uh, you're an artist, a musician who hailed from New Jersey originally. Uh, currently, you're in Oakland, California, and you have this wonderful company called Reclaim Luminosity. Is that correct? That's all correct, yes. Okay. And I have to tell you, before we even begin and get into all the questions, I absolutely love your work. When I first saw it, saw it I said, wow. This is like museum quality stuff. And I had to take a, a, a step back and say, this is from upcycle stuff. I couldn't believe it. Um, and I just wanted you to know that. Oh, um, so, <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, like when you go to a museum and you sit at a bench and you're looking at, at art and you're like, wow, this is like something else. Um, and uh, could you tell us a little bit more if, if, if you want to? Um, well, um Basically, you know, I, I just, uh, I find things that strike me artistically and then I start working on putting them together and trying to create something that is both functional and beautiful. And um, that's what I do. And I've just developed it over a period of years and, and uh, trying to just make nice art that's functional. It's beautiful. I mean, this is right up my alley about having this artistic twist and then the functionality of it all. Um, so when th exactly did you get started with your business? Well, um, I took a class, a two-hour class, I think it was almost nine years ago now, uh, from a friend who was also a musician, singer, songwriter, who had done lighting for years and it was just a class on making a lamp from a bottle. So on a kind of a whim, I went and took the class. I think that's partly because I collected things over the years, cool glass things that I never knew what I was going to do with. And let's face it, there's only, you only have so many windows you can stick nice looking glass into. So uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> So I yeah. took the class and, and uh, I made the lamp and then it just kind of hit home with me because um, 
I don't, I've had tools, I've had tools, some tools, I got more tools, but you know, I'd always uh, had this artistic bent and it just kind of hit home with me, the combination of practicality and, you know, function and art, you know, uh, being the son of a plumber, but who was also kind of artistic in his own way. I think those are things that affected me. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you just don't just put a bottle together. You really bring it to the next level, you know, to the artistic and that functionality. It's like, why are we throwing so many things away in this world? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so you've been doing this for about nine years. Uh huh. That's correct. Yeah. Um, do you upcycle other items? Um, you mean, do I make things other than lamps? Yes. I've made a few things, but not a lot. A little, a little, a couple pieces of uh, garden art. And I made a um, table. I had an old djembe and uh, the, the top broke on it. And the guy I know who fixes them said that djembe is not worth recovering. So I made a table out of it with a glass top. And uh, actually, some guy just bought that from me the other day. Um, so, uh, but mostly I, I make lamps. Yeah, that's your thing, right? Oh, yeah. lovely. Because um, I say if you made tables, that would be great with putting the lamps on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and one other question I had, or maybe two more questions I had. One of them is like, do you get the materials first? Like you said, you're a collector and then get an idea what you could do with them or vice versa. Do you think, you know, like draw some kind of a draft of what you want to do and then look for materials? Um, I don't think I ever draw a draft. I might, you know, it just kind of unfolds from inside of me. Like I might have an idea, but a lot of it is inspired by the material that I pick up. You know, I mean, I just see things, you know, I, I got these uh, Chinese lacquered plates a while back and then made this lamp with glass and the lacquered plates. And um, it just, you know, it just developed. It just unfolded as I, as I look at it and try to decide what would make a really nice piece of art. And that I sold that at open studio a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. So one thing leads to another is really kind of what happens. I think about sometimes it's just one little piece and I'm like, Oh, I really like that piece. And then I start mm -hmm. thinking and I start visioning. So in that sense, that might be the sense in which I um, sometimes have an idea and go get the parts sometimes I have the parts first, but like I might have a part that I really like, and then I'll go look for stuff that I think will complete a vision with that. Mm. Th that's so interesting. It's almost like you're an artist first, and then you see all these things and you're like, I see potential in them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you had anything that you wanted to say about upcycling and creating upcy an upcycling business, what would be the three things that you would bring out to to all of us that we can learn from? Well, I think, I mean, really first having a vision, what are you wanting mm -hmm. to do? What, 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 what's driving you, you know? Um, and you might not know that totally at first. Um, mm -hmm. And I can expound more on that if you want me to, but I can. Please do. Oh, Please. well, you know, when I first started, 
you know, I had these blue, these little blue bottles. They're nice bottles. I think they're from Budweiser or something. And they're, but they're real blue glass, not painted glass. And I made these small lamps and they were nice lamps. And I sold mm -hmm. a number of them. And in the beginning, I thought, oh, maybe I'll just make a lot of these or a lot of this and a lot of that. But then I realized as I started to do the work that I really just, I wanted to make different pieces of art. You know, I might make two of something or even four, but I'm not going to make the same thing over and over. I want to just keep making different things, artistic things with what I found out there in the world. And so my vision developed. So I think in having a division, even if it's not your final vision, is really important. And then so I think, go ahead. So it's ever evolving and developing. Ever evolving. Because what I do now is different than what I did then. It's related and for one thing, I'm much more, I challenge myself much more now. In the beginning, I might put eight pieces together and say, yeah, it's a pretty nice lamp. But now I, that same piece I would not make because I'm really trying to raise the artistic level. And I, I mean, it just really has to speak to me, you know, it just has to connect with me somewhere inside. And I know it when I see it, you know, as I'm making it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. But that's not good enough for me anymore to say it's pretty nice. I got to really be moved. I got to say, well, that's Wow, great. you're really taking it all the way to the next level. That's what I'm trying to do. And and so the other thing, I guess, would be that, you know, people should maybe have an idea who their audience is, you know, like who might be interested in what you're doing, depending on what kind of recycled things you're making. I, I just happen to note on... Um, I didn't even, because I, I I'm not that great at social media, but I looked on Facebook yesterday and it said 73% of my followers were women, which makes kind of sense, but yeah. I, I didn't know that, you know. <laughs> um, and, um, and then the other thing, I guess the third thing would be once you sort of have an idea of your audience is knowing how you're going to reach them, like what some plan for how you're going to reach that audience, you know. In my case, we have the open studio, East Bay open studio a couple times a year, and then I'm on Etsy. So I don't know, you know, it, I used to take lamps to shows years ago, but that just got too hard. I mean, to take 80 lamps to a show is wow. so many hours of packing and setting up and tearing down and bringing back. And then that's, I ended up setting up a showroom here at my house because, yeah, I just can't do that anymore. That was just, just too much. Yeah, it's very time consuming to go from place to place and oh, yeah. pack all my stuff and unpack. And, you know, it's just too much. Um, you know, what I really want to bring forward is that there are so many people like yourself, so talented, who are upcycling, who are doing all these beautiful things. And uh, sometimes people just don't know about it. You know, simply, just simply put, we just don't know. I'm always searching for people who are doing the upcycling things and the functionality of it all. And sometimes I, I didn't even know you existed until, you know, um, I was looking. And, and that's, I think, the sad part about it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's hard to leave your mark. I mean, there's a lot in you know, people's lives are busy and complicated. And, you know, it's like, unless people are looking for you, sometimes they don't find you, you know, we, we try to advertise for the open studio and, you know, we've had pretty good success in the last couple of years here with open studio, but you know, it's a relatively small market and um, yeah, it'd be nice if more people saw what I did and were interested. And, um, you know, I, I, don't, you know, there's probably, there are probably 
online strategies that exist that I don't know what they are exactly, you know, to how to make that happen. Yeah. You sound like a true artist, you know, you're into your art, you know, and that's the, the part of it that really inspires you the most. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, it is, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, I did a know, piece, I, I did a piece, um, I haven't even put it on the website yet. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I will. Um, a large piece this year. And I it was, a, I did it completely like, okay, I've got this frame and I've got these pieces. It ends up being a black and copper um, floor lamp size piece, pretty big piece. And I just, I just took all the different things that I thought might work with it and put them in the room. And, and I just, just said, I have no plan for this. I'm just going to see what happens. And I came up with this very kind of creative um, black and copper piece that I really like. And it's now sitting in my studio. Wow. Uh, one of the pieces I was looking at, um, and this was actually last night, um, and it's, it's sold already. And it's uh, like a, a figure is coming out of what seems like the lamp. And it's like playing some kind of flute or instrument. Absolutely lovely. I, I got to tell you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I absolutely loved it. It almost felt like it's uh, being illuminated as it comes out of, you know, this vessel or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's lovely. Is there anything else you want us to know about your work and the kind of work you do? Um. Well, just, you know, what it's like such, it's a range, you know, it's a range of, of, you know, just color. I, you know, I'm a little monochromatic. I tend towards coordinating colors on each piece. And I mean, I feel like, you know, you can, you can use some everyday items and find a way to make them into an artistic piece. I'm looking at a picture of one I made. Uh, I had these, um, olive oil sprayers and the, the threads on them weren't good. So I called the company and they sent me two new bottles. So I had these two brushed silver bottles and I ended up making what I think is a really nice piece out of them. You know, it's a, just a black and silver theme all the way from top to bottom. And, um, you know, it was like, but I, I suffered over that design. I probably tried 30 designs before I came up with that. So it's just, you know, challenging yourself to, to push the art to the next level. That's what I try to do. Yeah, I think also with uh, upcycling, people don't understand it is trial and error. That some things just don't work, no matter what your vision, you know, that you have to try new things over and over again. And, and and each piece is different, and each piece prevents both presents both an artistic challenge and a technical challenge, because there's not just one way to make things. And everything that I make, you know, there's it's never been done before. So you know, I'm drilling through this piece, and I'm connecting these pieces, and I'm trying to figure out a way to create a spacer to you know, like I'll look at it. I was looking. I'm working on one down there now, and I had these cool little pieces, but. There was something about it wasn't right, and I had to experiment, and I put spacers underneath each one, and then the height of the entire piece started to look right. It just has to look and feel right. It has to look right, and yeah. you just have to be willing to challenge yourself and not accept uh, something that you don't think is as good as it could be. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to know is how can we become aware of, 
of people who are doing the kind of work you're doing? Um, you know, how, how, do, how do we, aside from social media, find people like yourself? Hmm. I mean, you say you have this studio, um, the open studio, you, you, you're somewhat on social media. Um, you're on Etsy, which I saw you last, I saw that last night. Mm-hmm. Um, any other ways that we can um, find you? Um, I mean, I want, I have an audience that's kind of worldwide. I mean, it ranges from here to, you know, you name it, they're there all over the world. Uh, which, by the way, do you ship anywhere else besides the U.S.? Um, I have not shipped outside of the U.S. I, I couldn't rule out doing it, but it's really hard these days to do that. Yeah, uh, it's expensive and hard to ship in the and lamps. I mean, you know, they're not that easy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, packing a lamp, especially a lamp with a lot of glass in it, is uh, is quite a challenge. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had a couple of <laughs> a couple of failures in that regard, and I've learned from that. So. Um, yeah, I guess I wouldn't rule it out, but it, I mean, it just, it seems difficult to do, um, yeah. cost. But we always have visitors. We always have travelers, you know, yeah. and they can always stop and buy yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. How can people discover, uh, I mean, Etsy seems like one place. I mean, I think it's a mixture Etsy of people who make things themselves and people who don't. So, you know, the. Uh, somebody who checks out Etsy probably has to discern between those who are making their own stuff and those who aren't, I think, you know, um, and uh, I'm sure there are probably other sites, but I'm not on them. <laughs> you know, I don't know other. You yeah. on them, really, uh, so people could really be aware. And, you know, I don't know if by then you probably would be overwhelmed with the orders, uh, but, you know, it would be nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to risk leaning into that. I've got a lot of lamps there, and uh, you know, I like making them. So I've got, I, and I've got a garage full of parts to make more lamps. You know, I've had a few people come in and just pick out their parts and say, "Can you make me a lamp from this?" And you know, and so we try to combine their taste for the pieces with my artistic vision and see what we can come up with. So that's kind of fun. Oh, that's nice. So it's almost like a custom-made uh, lamp yeah. with your yeah. artistic talent. Yeah, that's exactly. It. I did it first with my grandson. He came over and he picked the pieces, and we had an idea. And then when I started making it, I didn't like the way it went, so I reversed the pieces and I sent him a photo and said, "This is the way I think it should go." And he said, "Yeah." And then you know, it became out really, really nice. And I had some people come friends come and uh, they picked out the pieces that's actually the video that's on my website right now on the front page and they picked out some pieces and i made them some lamps that they took to italy um so that was kind of fun oh that's nice i'm i'm glad to hear that um because that's i think important for people to know that uh you're willing to lend your artistic talents to something that they may have an idea of what they might want sure that's, that's fun yeah um, anything else you want us to know? And um, because it's been really a pleasure talking to you today. Well, thank you. Likewise, uh, just um, you know, check me out at reclaimluminosity.com or on Etsy, Etsy Reclaim Luminosity, and we have an open studio here, November fifth and sixth, and uh, all that information can be found. Well, it will go back up on my website if it's not already up there. Okay. Um, what I will be posting and the uh, description box of this episode um, will be the, um, you know, the information about your website. 
and hopefully everyone will be going there and uh, telling other people about it. Um, so this way we can, like you said, you rather lean on the side of being very busy <laughs> rather than, you know, than not. Um, I, I just want to thank you for being here today. And um, do you have any questions or anything you want to put out there? No, I'm good. Thank you. I, pre I really appreciate you having me. Oh, thank you. And have a good one. And uh, take care of yourself. You too. Thanks, Maya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.